Hey, it's J Mark Accento here, broadcasting to you from the end of the world. And I'm uh, having a little bit of a cold, so if I sound a little off right now, that's why. Uh, but really exciting updates. This is the final episode to Corporate Heist. After this, we have a moment's respite coming up and then a little half episode, you know, one of those minisodes that takes place exclusively uh, at the end of the world. So be sure to keep an eye out. And also, once again, thank you to everyone who has been tweeting, Instagramming, Facebook about the show with the hashtag Unplugged Rising. We love and appreciate you. And a friendly reminder that if you do that, you could be named as one of the NPCs within our podcast people like Gerhardt the little elfin uh, girl or Donna Lee her mother so keep an eye out uh, there are definitely plenty of opportunities to be named as NPCs if you haven't joined yet uh, be sure to join our official fan group uh, TFU official fan group on Facebook this is separate from the page whereas the Facebook page is for updates the fan group is for the community to connect and it's ever growing and we have community events every month with prizes so Definitely check that out and join in. Okay, that's it from me, and I will see you at the end of the episode. Previously on Tabletop for the End of the World. The Freedom Festival is coming, and we are so very excited. You can launch rockets from one of our hidden silos across the city. My family may still be plugged in. My family got unplugged early on, and I stayed. What happened to the prisoner? You feel spikes. Oh. As he swats me away, Twilight would like the sleight of hand take the key. Lauren walks up and full strength tries to conk him on the back of the head with the adamantium ball. Henry looks pretty, pretty sprightly right now. Are we going to talk about the Freedom Festival? Yang Still. already has a plan for it, man. He hates Yang. Why is he suddenly working with him? No, guys, don't listen to the mortals. I'm Hysterian. Gerhardt looks like a bald, blue-skinned creature with no mouth. That's fair, but there's one issue. We hugged, and Twilight stabs him with her silver rapier. Gearheart doesn't look like a little girl anymore. If Mitch is coming around, we should let him. Mitch has secrets, but we all do. Good day, my lovely, lovely listeners. I, Robin, am back once again with your daily wisdom. Oh, listen to that. I have found in the archives this deliciously patriotic music to celebrate the Freedom Festival. And what a delightful festival it will be. For all of you, we have set up barbecue hubs throughout true reality, complete with their very own grill master. That's right, relive the days of old complete with your own local grill master, who will perform such activities as commenting on the way the meat is cooked, grunting to themselves, telling awfully hilarious puns, and asking someone to pop open a brew sky. Ah. Cultures of past times are so delightful. 
stay tuned, for we will be ending tonight's broadcast with a big bang. Multiple ones. Don't forget to purchase your right to launch a missile of your very own. How has the hunt been going? I've exhausted every lead and connection I've got. No one knows. Hmm. What was that? I said, hmm. It's not that you said it, it's how you said it. I do not appreciate you withholding information from me, young Mitch. Did we not agree to be honest with each other moving forward? Speak for yourself. You haven't told me why you want to find that safe house. I mean, I can imagine what we could do with an overseer's family members, but they have nothing to do with It has everything to do with our mission. If we discover the location of the overseer's family and friends, if we find where they are plugged into true reality, that grants us immeasurable leverage in our revolution. Okay. Well, I'm still out of options. What do you expect me- I know who you are, young Mitch. I know what you're capable of. Do not mistake my calm demeanor for patience. Fine. I'll try some... I'll try some older contacts, okay? Excellent. We will go find out later this evening. Wow, blowing off the Freedom Festival. It's like you don't even love explosions. It is time you put your life on the line for your convictions. Young Mitch. Don't mistake my violent outbursts for my calm demeanor, stalking Sumer. And that is why the Founding Fathers settled everything through rap battles. Oh, what fun! Elijah, Elijah, dear, we should have one of these rap battles. Oh, and the winner, the winner can dictate our next episode. El- Elijah? Oh, he's running. Elijah, come back! I just... Gerhardt is weird, right? Doesn't seem any weirder than the castle of lies or the literal devil on our shoulders. Just, I don't get why Gerhardt is also this little blue alien. Consumer. Sorry, consumer thing. It's a twist. Throws a little flavor into the game. Like that Henry guy was actually evil all along. I just don't like it. Well, I don't, oh, crap, I'm picking up footsteps on your end. Hola, Kevin. Oh, Are you talking to Manny? Uh, yeah, Amelia. What can I do for you? Nothing. I just... I wanted to apologize for our conversation the other week. I meant to sooner, but it feels like you've been avoiding me. I know. I'm sorry, too. But you didn't know, and I shouldn't have... No, no problema. I know you have your game soon. I just passed Jamark and Mitch on the way here. I will let you do your game. 
Can we talk more later? Yeah, that would be nice. And that's why I think I could really make a difference here if I... Oh, hey, Amelia, how are... Okay, nice talking to you. Kind of. What's up, Kev? Nothing. Just waiting on you. Manny's on here. Oh, great. I'm already set up. Give me one second. Are we starting? I'm bored as hell here. If you're only going to make me sit and twiddle my fingers, we could at least play more often. Oh, we already talked about that. Look, it takes about two weeks to manually navigate our signal through all of Porterblatt's interception technology. Playing every other week is the best way to make sure our signal's scrambled, so Porterblatt doesn't pick up on our location. That's even more important now that we're here. I guess that makes sense. We gotta protect the Feng Huang. Feng Huang. I meant because Kevin's here being hospitalized, but yeah, that too. No. Well, I still want to play more. Well, then let's play, dude. Let's do it. Uh, so last time we left off, you guys have the, uh, you got the cheater's key, you got Gearheart out of the cage, you got both posters, or you got two posters, and you're not sure which one's the right one. Then you started a brawl, and it's spiraled out of control, and Hysterion was revealed to have been Henry the whole time, or vice versa. Oh, and Agronok was a big devil, and Gearheart knocked him out at a great cost to herself, it seems, because she's... Like, got like a popped blood vessel in her eye now. What you doing? I believe you're still in the room right out- or you're in the hallway right outside of the cage room. Did we make our way out? I thought all that happened while we were in the room. You have not fully and or formally escaped yet. No, we, yeah, we're okay. still standing there in the hallway with the commotion going on. Like, if you want me to just say, like, like you're outside the hallway now with no further, like, issues, then I could also be like, oh, and you also defeated, like, the final ball, and you won the game, and you did it. Yay! We won! Hey, no, I'm good with that. I think I have one more level two spell slot left, <laughs> so I I would like to give a bull strength to Gerhardt so she can pick up that thing without any issues. That is a fantastic idea. Yeah, that absolutely happens. And uh, she she can pick up her the adamantine ball now. She's kind of hugging it like a teddy bear. Okay. And she just looks at you like, honestly, you probably should have done that sooner. And uh, Twilight looks at her and goes, "You're a sassy little shit, aren't you? I like you." She gives you a wink with her her popped blood vessel eye, and you can kind of see the illusion of a little girl face around that eye turns a little blue. She sort of squints, like, in concentration. It looks like it takes real effort to sort of force that blue away. So, um, what? Are you not really an elf? Can we talk when we're not in a room full of devils? Oh, yeah, I guess there are a lot of, um, oh, okay, uh, hey, Torin, uh, Vert. Yeah? Mm. Um... Uh, and I, I go up to them with Gerhardt, and like I say it quietly because I know all the other devils are still there hacking and coughing. Let's let's go to Ingdok's office. There's no way they would just go in there. Oh wait! And uh, Twilight turns back around and grabs the rest of their sneezing powder before leaving. And I lead the way to Ingdok's office. You reach the door to Ingdok's office. It is once again totally unlocked, and it looks the same as when you were in there last. The, there's still three posters remaining on the wall. It looks like packing, or unpacking, rather, has just really begun. Yeah, besides that, the, uh, what, one of the things you also don't see is any other entrance or exit into the room. Twilight locks the door behind them and then, like, collapses against it, exhausted. We live here now. Outside, you can hear the coughing and hacking, um, 
in the distance. Twilight tosses the cheater's key to Vert and says, look through that. You should be able to tell which one's the real map. Okay. Yes, Vert. Look at it with your gnome eyes. <laughs> All right, I'm going to examine the... Wait, doesn't Torn have the like the eyeglass or the monocle thing? I don't have shit. No, Twilight <laughs> had the cheater's key. I thought um, Twilight had everything. Twilight had the cheater's key the whole time, and so uh, I take the key and I toss it to Vert, and then I also lay out the two images I stole, the first one and the fourth one, Conviction and Silver, Silver Linings, and I lay them out in front of me. Yes. So, um, I mean, I... I'm not even sure what I could do to see what's going on with this thing. Um, there is um, there is still some magic left on the cheater's key because I know Twilight used it earlier. Um, it's still active. It has not shut off from that last usage. Wait, wait, wait. This has like what charges? Do we have to reload it? Yes, it does. You <laughs> just added that, didn't you? Yes. Strawkin bastard. Twilight looks at Torin and goes, "Who are you talking to?" Does <laughs> I argue with the sky? <laughs> Wait, did Solinari tell you that has charges to it? Yeah, she's being a real bee right now. Okay, look, you're in a castle <laughs> of illusion. If I gave you a key that lets you break all the illusions, I don't get to have any fun. You've been having fun till now? Yes. Uh, Debilica. Hello, best buddy. Oh my goodness, Hi. you called me in and we're still here. Yeah, but it's okay. Uh, uh, some updates. Ingdok's dead. Um, Hysterion betrayed us, uh, but he didn't really get a hold of anything, so that didn't work out for him. Okay. And, uh, apparently Solinari told Torin that the cheater's key only has a few charges. So, that's a thing. Oh yeah, one a day. One a day. One a day. Okay, Aww. so does that mean we can't use it? Oh, it means it lasts a minute. When's the last time you used it? Oh, well, we only used it for like a half second, so that's fine. Carry the one, um, the two, no. about a month ago? Look, it's still it's still running. You've only got a few more seconds. Okay, quick. Bert, look at all the posters. Find us a way out. Which one's the real map? Then I'll look through the key to see which which one of them is the real uh, map. Okay, yeah, you see two things. Uh, you see three things. First thing, when you look at uh, Conviction, mm -hmm. the poster that says Conviction on it, the image of it is just a blank piece of paper. Okay. When you look at the poster that says Silver Linings, you see this incredible, almost three-dimensional rendering of what appears to be a castle. And in, in real time, you can see rooms added to the edges of this castle, like brick by brick floating into place as the castle ever expands. Okay. And you can see a little a little bubble of light in the in this projection. A little like you are here mm. uh orb uh inside of what you suspect is Ingdok's office, uh portrayed on the map. Uh and the, the third thing you see, just in the last second before the key uh, loses its charge for the day, you see Gearheart, and you see that she no longer looks like a little elven girl. But as uh, as Twilight saw, you see this uh, this blue, mouthless, bald creature of, um, of uh, Gearheart's height and approximate weight, but 
with longer arms and and these thin lanky legs and one one black eye and one black eye that's also got a little teardrop of blood going down it what's that what hold mm? you're not what you say you are uh yeah i guess i'm kind of not huh but i mean like I, I mean, you guys weren't really <laughs> devils, right? Yeah, but we weren't, like, not us. So he's oh. backing up a little bit from Gerhardt, um, and then grabs the silver linings. Um, okay, totally fine. Yeah. Gerhardt's like, I, 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 okay, yeah, maybe I'm not physically... A little elf. Look, this really isn't the time to go over this. Are you still Gerhardt? Yes, I, my name is Gerhardt. Okay. And Twilight goes over to Gerhardt and like drops to their knees so that their heights matching Gerhardt and gives gives her like an accepting hug. You're Gerhardt. I'm Twilight. Nice to meet you. She uh yeah she's gonna return the hug, uh and she's gonna she's gonna like you know you know do you know a solid seven second hug. Pat you on the back and step away from it a little bit and and look over at the rest of you guys with arms out. She's like, um, trust hug? And then we come up with like an epic handshake. <laughs> Just like, they finally hug something that didn't try to kill them. That we've seen. Twilight said, hell yeah, one for a hundred. So far. That doesn't sound as good saying it and out loud. And then you twist your ankle and lose hit points. <laughs> 37 hit points. Hey, Kev, you all right? Uh, it's just it's weird I just I'll, I'll be okay I I mean do you need to take a break no it's right. just I'm I've been dealing with stuff you know I mean I've been waiting a while so if you don't mind I'd like to play the game yeah yeah that, let's keep going let's let yeah we'll just we'll, we'll keep going I'll I'll work through it it's fine Okay, 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 sure. Here, I'll I'll Sweet. work. Hold on. Here, Kev, you and I will here. Um uh Manny, go ahead and take charge for this scene real quick. I'm just going to make sure Kev's okay. Whatever. Okay. Uh Torin, so you've got you've got the map. It shows your location and it shows this impressive 3D breakdown. You've got the cheater's key and you've got Gearheart. You've got all three pieces of your heist, but you are now in the you're in a room with only one conceivable exit outside. You hear the coughing and the hacking, and you hear that some other devils have started to leave their classrooms uh, looking for Ingdok, and you know it's only a matter of time before they discover the room where everyone's having a fit. All right, Magic Map. Can you lead us to safety? Or better yet, a temple to Hercules. Interesting idea. Give me a investigation check of the map. You always ask for the things I don't have. Well, sometimes you need skills you're not ready for, because that's how real life works. Says the man who told me not to take religion. Oh, man, you are never going to get off of that. You... Look, <laughs> I had no. I you had busted no my balls concept. the first time it came around. I've never had a concept of how important religion might ever be. 
Hey, so um, I think Kevin's ready to play. Is Manny bringing up the religion thing again? Oh, oh, you can tell by my angry shouting. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I will never let it die. <laughs> Nor should you. I mean, I have religion. And okay. that, that's weird. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> yes. I rolled a 17 and my intelligence is negative one, so it's a 16. I love so wait, what, what, what did we miss? Investigation. He's investigating okay. the map for a way out. And what did you get? A 16, because I have a negative one in intelligence. All right, let's do this with some classic heist stuff. Uh, yeah, you got the roll. Uh, what the map tells you as you, you zoom in a little bit more, there are some rectangular prisms that are smaller than the rooms. You Apparently noticed. reptile eyes can zoom in. No, the map itself seems to zoom in. You're not sure how you manipulated it, but this room, this room has sort of taken up the entire projected space of the map. You notice that... There are these tiny rectangular tunnels that seem to go above the hallway outside. Looking around, you notice in the ceiling, or close to the ceiling, is a slatted vent. Is it the size of a tank? Because otherwise, I think only the child and Twilight are getting out. <laughs> um, it is about the size of not a tank. Yeah, it's, it's, I think your, your assessment is pretty accurate. I think it's about two feet across. All right, I'll throw the child, Twilight, then Vert, and I guess I'll have to punch my way out. All right, it was nice knowing you, Torin. <laughs> can I proceed to pick up Twilight like a spear? Of course you can. Why would I ever stop you from doing that? <laughs> I'm allowing it. All right, you like to lead the charge? Lead the charge through that grate. Throw. I'm ready. You forgot to take the grate off the wall first, <laughs> so Twilight's going to take some hit damage there. As You're you, assuming a lot you, of things by saying the word forget. I know. I know you did. I just thought it was a funny image in my head where Twilight's... Neglected to. Yeah, where Twilight is aggressively but confidently hurled against a wall. Uh, maybe neglected isn't the right word. Chose not to. How much, how much damage did I take? I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, okay. No, you didn't take any damage, but you can... You can Pretty easily with Torin's strength, and now Gearheart's strength as well, I guess. Just sort of pry that vent right off the wall. Okay. You see that inside is, in fact, a narrow tunnel system. And you can see on the far end, a fan is rotating. Is it spinning blades of death rotating, or just barely functioning rotating? Oh, splitting, spinning blades of death for sure. Twilight looks at Gearheart and goes, Hey, could you drop that ball in that? Like, toss it over there? Oh, for sure. And she, uh, yeah, she crawls on over and takes the ball around, and now with her new ease of movement, throws the ball, and the chain gets caught on the blades, and there's a noise as the fan screeches to a halt, and then there's like a and it stops. Twilight uh, pokes their head back over and goes, hey, hey, it's like Tom Cruise, right? Bump, bump, da 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 and uh, drops drops their tail down for Vert to grab it. Uh, Vert grabs it. And Twilight hoists Vert up. Okay, yeah, so the three of you are in the tunnel. Torin is still in Ingdok's office with a locked door between him and what sounds like outside a hallway full of devils. Did they remember to take the map, or am I still just holding it? Oh, I guess you've got it still. Alright, so I will look around for a wall leading to a room next to mine. Uh, okay. There's only... One entrance and exit. Oh, you're looking on the map. Just I'm looking kidding. for walls. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You you see a wall. What are you? Are you gonna punch through the wall? Maybe with a running start. 
Oh my god. Okay, how do I... Um... <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. While he's doing that, Twilight is going to go, Okay, um, here. And Twilight uh, drops their tail down so they can grab the map off of Torin. That's a, yeah, that's a good play. Torin, you doing that? Grab the tail, twist it in a knot around the map. There you go. Now you won't lose it. Thank you. And Twilight hoist it back up. I don't know if you needed to tie the tail in a knot. <laughs> Have you met Twilight? Okay, so Torrin, it sounds like your move here is you're going to try to blast through a wall. Yep, so go to the opposite wall. And just, before he goes, my holy strength can defeat any poorly crafted devil wall. This is going to be a big roll. I've met the voice that crafted these walls. I think I can make it. Is it a strength? Is it a strength check? Because he still has bull strength. <gasps> he still has bull yeah, strength. He's... Let's go. So rolling a d20. Roll a d20 twice. You got advantage, my dude. 18. All right. So 18 was the better roll. OK, 18 plus your strength of three. So past 20. 21. Ooh, yeah, let's do it. Let's say that Torin hulks out. Torin, you rush this wall and find that it is only made from drywall and planks of wood, and you go right through it. The uh, There's dust and clatter and debris, and the people in the hallway, or people, you hear the people in the hallway shout, what was that? And they start rushing to Ingdok's office, and someone shouts, The door is locked! The door is locked! Someone help me break it down! And then I just calmly exit through the door in this way and go in the opposite direction, saying, You should really get in there! The enemies are in there! Give me a deception check! I'm, I love it! Twilight 18. is in the office. <laughs> plus what? What does deception get? I forget. Charisma. Charisma. So, plus two. So, twenty. Oh my goodness. And they got an 18, so you win. Also, just for fun, Twilight is still like in the the little tunnel and yells, Kyle broke the wall, guys! Kyle did it! And they all shout, like, who's shouting about a broken wall? Is someone in the ceiling? That's not important right now. Focus on the enemies in the doorway. Uh, can they hear? What do you mean, well, can they, they hear? Why would you shout at them if they couldn't no, hear why you? Why would they know I'm in the ceiling if I'm still in the room yelling into the room? Oh, which is you said you were just you... in the tunnels. You never said where you were in the tunnels. you said you were in the tunnel. No, I'm in the tunnel, but I'm yelling into the room. Oh. Just to clarify. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm, I'm sorry. What did you yell again? Kyle! Kyle's being a real dick right now and destroying Ingdok's office! Yeah, sure. And they're all and they're all pulling at the door and desperately trying to open it. Twilight replaces the grate and starts like scooching uh down a direction uh based on the map. And Torin will follow a route he saw on the map before handing it to Twilight's tail. Yes. Um so Torin, you're gonna see this before anyone else. You turn the corner and head for the main door out of the school. Standing in front of the door are two familiar faces. The first one is a black-haired swordsman. Uh, he's got a great sword hoisted on his shoulder. And you remember from your past, from your the one class you guys had together, this is Cipheline, who, uh, he looks you up and down, and he's like, where's the rest of the group? And standing next to him in what looks like a farmer's sun hat and a, an overall with just one strap 
you recognize as that devil who you fought over bunks for way back at the beginning of the heist. Oh no! <laughs> it's Syphilis, Twilight's rival, and they're not there to challenge them to a monster battle. It's just so hard to get rid of Syphilis. Are you establishing that whatever, like, like that Twilight is the opposite of Syphilis? Like, like, however we define Twilight, it is the opposite of Syphilis? Well, no, it was just uh, earlier when Syphilis was really mad, I was getting special attention from Ingdok. I was like, at this moment, Twilight has decided that Syphilis is their, their uh, school rival. Those two seem to be blocking the main entranceway. And so right now, Vert and Twilight, I'm going to need you guys to give me a stealth check. Roll a one, immediately shart inside the tunnel, and everybody knows. Had to be a shart. <laughs> Had to be a shart. Can't press the digitate that away. 17? That's a 15. That's pretty good, guys. I'm waiting for the not good enough. No, I got a 3 and a 10. You know that the the farmer-looking devil is actually an imp in disguise, but the black-haired swordsman has drawn his greatsword and has taken a combat stance. Everybody, roll your initiative. Twilight got a 6. I got a 5. Bert got 13. So it's going to be... Vert is first. Can Vert see anything? Yes. Using your eyes. It's very complicated jargon. Uh, yes, there is a... I'm going to give you guys a hole in the vent. You can see down through the vent, like through the slat in the vent, at what's going on below. Alright, so... Um, how is the... So there's, there's the two... Um, devils there. Um, the one with the black sword. How are they dressed? Um, they're wearing a uh, this metal uh, breastplate and like a single shoulder pad, like a metal pauldron. Okay, which it's got like two screws coming out of the edge of it. Is there a buckle? I would say yes. There is a buckle on this particular okay. suit of armor. You're gonna magically pants them. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> for what reasons have you asked for a buckle, dearest Kevin? <laughs> uh, so, um, I'm, I'm going to use Mage Hand, and I'm going to try and undo uh, as many buckles as I can in the uh, time allotted. That is that is very interesting. You're attempting to use Mage Hand to, to de-armor someone? To, to, yeah, to undo the, the fixins. Okay, I will allow it. As long as you understand, I am going to be trying to prevent this actively forever for now on. <laughs> okay. So you're trying crap. to say he only gets one. Yeah, no, it's, that's that's fair. Well, I mean, in my head, this kind of like it was like a one-shouldered like breastplate kind of dealio anyway, like a cool looking like stylistic choice. But <laughs> darn it, that's good. <laughs> okay, yeah, uh, I guess I have to compete it with something. I can't just have you for free take people's armor off with a cantrip. Ooh, dex. Um, I think it would be a dex check. But it's it's using your your mage hand. Are so, they dexterous enough to keep their pants up? Yeah, right. Let's call this let's call this a spell attack. Well, no, I mean that's that's from my side. That's what that would be for the uh, the competition. Though the defense would, I think, be a dex check. Would be a dex. I think check. so. I mean, that's just my personal. Opinion, but. I'm thinking it's going to be against his armor class. Okay. So what I'd like you to do is do a spell attack roll. So, like just like if you were rolling for magic, or not okay. magic missile for firebolt. And if you can beat his armor class, then I'll give it to you. Alrighty. 
Probably not. That's uh, an 11. No, it's not going to do it. But yeah, he's going to see... Oh, no, wait. It's, it's just... Your stealth. This is a surprise attack. Yeah. Do it with advantage. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead. I, I kind of want to see this happen now. I kind of want to do the rule of cool here. Uh, well, that might. That's a uh, 21. Holy... Yeah. You, your mage hand floats down to this poorly designed breastplate and finds that it is held on with a single, like, sort of switch buckle on the left shoulder, and you just blink, and it, his breastplate falls off, causing him to lose two AC. <laughs> Shit. What would have happened if he got a nat 20? Just the clothes disintegrate? Y yes, and then you're fighting a nude swordsman. At which point, at point I think you have to take distraction damage. I was gonna say roll a constitution saving throw. <laughs> you have to you have to take psychic damage. Would they be dual wielding are... swords at that point? <laughs> I would say that it opens up new avenues of conflict resolution. Ooh. That that is that is one damaging unarmed attack, man. <laughs> it deals psychic damage, but it's an unarmed attack. Look at my dick. It gives psychic damage. <laughs> well just just from looking at it. Uh, and then that would... God, okay, so let's follow that up. Uh, this this man sees his armor fall off, and he's he sees the mage hand, he kind of like, like just bats it away, and it's basically incorporeal, so it vanishes like smoke. Yeah. And he looks at you, Torin, and he's like, fine tricks, but I have tricks as well. And, uh, oh, well, okay, well, those tricks are useless, because I rolled a two. Yeah. Um... He raises a hand to you, Torin, and fires out this blast of sickly green energy that you've already prepped for. Uh, what what weapon did you draw when I said uh, roll initiative? Did you get your shield out or your or your halberd? Halberd. Okay, so yeah, this is just gonna this buzzes your ear, and then he's gonna rush just forward. Swat at like stop that. Yeah, I, like you get like just a sick head dodge. And then he's going to uh, swing at you for 16. Uh, 16 to hit, but your halberd's out. So I think that hits. Well, my armor class would only go down by, like, what, like two? So my armor class would be 16. So I got it. All right. Hmm. I get to hit you with a great sword. Ooh. It's a pretty great sword. Oh, okay. Well, you're only going to take five, so that's cute. My rolls are garbo. And how much health did Torin lose in the last game? Uh, my hit points were currently at 21, so losing 5. I'm at 16. Okay. Twilight's normal health, usually. Yeah. <laughs> and then the um, the the farmer is just going to drop the illusion entirely, and you see the imp that you fought before, and it's a, this is for my bunk! Uh, but it's gonna miss. So, yeah, another, another firebolt uh, arcs past you, and it looks super cool. Just take my word for it. That you like, you dodge it and you look amazing. You have the same writing style as H.P. Lovecraft. Oh, thank you. I swear it's there. It's just so cool and horrible. You can't even see it, or I can't even describe it. It's it, just trust me. Yeah, you can't comprehend it. Like it's just, it's just, it's amazing all the sweet moves you're pulling out right now. There's like colors and things, and just, just take my word for it. Oh, it's so sick! It's so sick. Is that one of the people in the archives? Should I read that? Oh yeah. I mean, not if you get too like super scared about like things outside of your control that can unstoppably kill you and drive you insane just by looking at it so like our our lives also if you're into super amounts of racism you'll really love it 
Okay. If, if you like that. But as far as You should like, look into the archives and see what his dog was named. Oh dear. Wait, they had dogs back then? Apparently. Huh. Mm-hmm. I mean Manny has them now. It only makes sense. Yeah, I guess so. Um but it's it's my turn, right? Yep. Okay. Um I would like to let me see what I have left over, actually, I guess is the real question. Um, Twilight, hmm. this is Torin from the future. Piss on yes. them. Okay. Twilight pisses on them. No, I'm kidding. Please don't do um, that. <laughs> <laughs> Just spend this whole entire fight sequence demoralizing these two demons. I'm not going to railroad you, but I would like to not roleplay that. <laughs> Well, now I kind of want to. Yeah, I was worried that that's where this plea for help was going to (laughs) go. Okay. Um, Twilight would like to cast Tasha's Hideous Laughter by pissing on... No, not really. Uh, But I would would like to cast Tasha's Hideous Laughter uh, on the two characters. Sure, sure. Oh, wait. It only works on one person. Well, then target one. I'm going to target Syphilis, my rival. Okie dokie. It has to make a... Wisdom saving throw. Oh, yeah, all right. Ooh, I don't think a three plus. Yeah, no. I don't think that's gonna I do can it. Re- the minute you said three, the answer is no. Yeah, so um, uh, syphilis is gonna fall, uh, fall prone. Yep, syphilin, it syphiline falls prone and is laughing and and gripping his his tummy, tongue, tongue. Perfect. And Twilight would like to give a bardic inspiration very discreetly to Torin. You got it. Ah, I'm looking at my character sheet. I apparently have one spell slot left. Awesome. Yeah, Torn, uh, you have a bardic inspiration, so the next time you decide to attack either of the two, um, I recommend the one that's prone personally. You can add a d6 to your roll to hit. Okay. Yeah, I mean, not the one that's prone. You get advantage on attacking the one that's prone just because they're prone. But... Oh, true. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, I'm metagaming now. I'm helping can you Can I now. just u- choose when to use bardic inspiration? I suppose. Or is it just an yeah, automatic can... next hit? You can use it whenever you want to, so you don't have to use it now if you really don't want to. Just remember you have it. Okay. Incidentally, it's Torin's turn. Torin looks down at the person that just hit him, and hmm, should I use this last spell slot or not? I can tell you nothing. Wasn't even asking you. It it kind of felt like you were like sort of showing it to the room. No one asked you, Dad. Oh. I'm asking the people hidden in the ceiling. I'm your dad. Hey, hey, listen, look at me. I'm your dad now. I'm your dungeon daddy. Ooh. Can we use that? Can that be a thing? I'm making it a thing. I'm aggressively making it a thing. Dungeon daddy. Well, now you have to allow him to pee on enemies. That sounds dark. Oh, no. Backed yourself into a corner. The the backlash of being dungeon daddy is all the responsibility. And I will just attack at the prone enemy literally right in front of me with my silvered halberd. Seems reasonable. Got a 19. <laughs> Probably yeah, don't need to ahead. add the hitting or anything. No, you got it. You so got then... it. Nine. Yeah, nine damage for sure. The halberd's just gonna sort of just hoink right into his uh, right into his spine there, and you're gonna see the illusion he had maintained waver and dissipate. And now there is a uh, another imp standing or er, laying in front of you, but Trying to carry a really big sword. Uh, it's a good hit, man. You did it. Ghost avert. Did I kill them? You did not kill them. They are still breathing, and they went, ah! 
but I stabbed them while prone for nine damage with a silvered halberd. Yeah, and they're mad about it, but no, you did not kill them. Vert? Vert's going to do the only thing that he can in that position. Um, I'm going to try and attack, uh, I guess, the one with the greatsword. Well, I imagine the vent's big enough for you to stand, so maybe just do a little dance. Uh, I mean, I could do that. I got Distraction this. Distraction dance? No. <laughs> Casting a firebolt um, at the one with the greatsword. Sounds mm -hmm. tight. Uh, this is going to blow the vent uh, sort of off. So the vent's not just like a grate, it's it's an actual venting thing? I mean, it's, it's a great. It's a pretty great vent. You're fired. <laughs> that's unfortunate, because that's the time. Okay, so it's not going to hit, hit, but it is going to blow the vent off, and uh, mm -hmm. the vent is going to go spiraling down to the floor, where underneath you, uh, Cephaline is lying prone. The vent is going to fall down, and the sharp bits of metal on it are going to stab into Cephaline for four damage. <laughs> did that kill him? It, it did not kill oh, him, no. Man. Kevin has learned the new ability, Shrapnel. <laughs> <laughs> we've, added, we've added Shrapnel to Vert's arsenal now. Yeah, Vert is now the living grenade. Just about, yeah. Uh, well, it's going to go to Cephaline. Uh, Cephaline's going to try to stand up uh, with a halberd in his back. It's going to be tough, but he's going to manage it. Then he's going to swing at you, Torn, with his, his greatest of swords. Ooh, that one's going to hit. And that one is not. So, Torn, here comes seven damage. So now I'm down to nine hit points. Cool. As the great sword careens into your shoulder blade, right behind Cephaline, the imp that was once a farmer sees, oh, there's someone in the vent. Oh, goodness. And he's going to fly up into the vent, uh and pop up between Vert and Twilight. Quick, now he's in range. Piss on him. That was a bad idea. And he's going to try to shoot fire at you guys in this close proximity. He's going to launch a fireball, and it's going to explode in this tight space. Uh, I've got it as a miss here, but because it's in such a tight space, everybody is going to take three damage just from the heat. Actually, Twilight takes half that because they're resistant to fire damage. All right, well, Twilight takes one damage then. Thank you. <sighs> Twilight, it's torn from the future again. Hi. Drop the ball on the imp. Okay. Well, no, I shouldn't do that, because if he falls back through the hole, that'll kill Gerhardt. But thank you. Do not question future Torin. Okay. Solid metagaming. Hey, Twilight, what are you going to do? Uh, Twilight is going to stab the imp in the forehead with their silvered rapier. That seems reasonable. Right? I thought so, too. Go ahead. Future Torn can work as either I gain power in the future because of gods, or I die in the future and I'm just a ghost haunting Twilight. Because Gross. probably it's Twilight's fault. Uh, that's 20 to hit, not natural. Yeah, I'd say that does it. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, no, good for you, man. It's, it's good to be certain, you know, about these things. Um, that's five damage. Yeah, you got it. You're going to stab him. You're going to go for his head and, and leave a, a, a gash along his face. Damn, I was hoping to skewer him. Goes to yeah, I don't know, I'll just stab at the... or hit the syphilis again. It's true. Sometimes paladins don't need to have complicated turns. I mean... Well, just to finish them off, because I'm only at nine goddamn hit points, you DMing bastard, I will use yes. my last spell to cast Searing Smite. Ooh. Very interesting. Next time I hit a creature with a melee weapon attack during the spell's duration, my weapon flares with white-hot intensity and attack 
and the attack deals an extra 1d6 fire damage to the target and causes the target to ignite in flames. I believe you. Go ahead you and also, roll that. If you haven't used your Bardic Inspiration yet, you are more than welcome to, if you want to make this really effective. I will use Bardic Inspiration just to make sure it hits. Okay. So roll that's an extra d6 to my d20? Yes. Yep, and you, and you add the d6 regardless of what number you get with it. 17 plus 6. Woo! Yeah, I'd say you got it, bud. And that's not even plus, like, whatever else you add to it for your modifier. Yeah, no, you, you got hit. And this okay. dude's already pretty messed up when you got that good, good hit in the back of him. So the d10 plus a d6. Mm-hmm. 10 and 5. 15. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's gonna do it, man. Uh, how do you want to kill him? Just look him dead in the eyes and goes, I can take everything you can dish out. And just slash for, like, a fiery decapitation. Okay, but by your own logic, did you just say you can take all the syphilis? Just for that, I'm gonna piss on the corpse. No! We're getting piss in here somewhere. Stop peeing on my NPCs and my storytelling. Uh, okay, so the, uh, the farmer imp is gonna see that and- I'm hoping if I keep mentioning it, it'll sabotage the DM into having to use the bathroom prematurely to their time clock. I'm worried you just like peeing too much. Oh man, now I gotta pee. I see what you did. Oh, I still have other things I wanted to do this session. Okay, I'm holding it. Hypnotic suggestion worked. Mm. This never worked. I can program Mitch's bladder. Well, apparently it does. The All right, so fo- fiery decapitation. Yes, and you the the uh, you notice that the fire from your searing smite did not, in fact, ignite the body in any way, but the silvered halberd sliced through like butter. You c- the fire couldn't quite get any purchase on the devil's body. Just cauterized both ends of the wounds. Didn't at all. Didn't even burn them. Didn't even, didn't even singe them. Didn't cauterize nothing. Are you trying to say Solinari's making my attacks weak? I'm trying to say fire damage versus devils. Oh, yeah. I don't, I'm not going to end that sentence. I'm going to let you think about it. All right, well, I still decapitated somebody, so yeah. Yeah, no, you got me there. Anyway, uh, the imp is going to see that you uh, killed his friend and be like, you, oh my god, you guys are crazy! And then Torrin points at the other imp and goes, I lied, this is silver. (laughs) 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 Uh, Hey, Torrin, intimidation check with advantage. (laughs) 12 plus 4 plus my charisma of 2. 12 plus 4 plus 2 is 18? Yes. Uh, believe it or not, you didn't get it. What? And the imp's gonna yell, uh, an impy yell, I didn't want to do it, into the mic for the sake of Manny's ears. He's gonna yell, and he's going to uh, rush you, Twilight. In a, in a fit of nihilistic death glee. Oh god, I would get one damage. He's gonna sting you with his tail, Twilight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He rolled a uh, 20 to hit, and he's going to sting you with his tail for three damage, and then three more poison damage. Okay. Twilight would like to use cutting words Okay. to reduce that damage. For sure, for sure. He did not hurt me. Oh, excuse me? Twilight used cutting words and reduced the damage by six. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, yeah, fine. <laughs> Fine. So he stabs me with his tail, 
and it like goes in and twilight's like screaming in pain and upset and then twilight goes jk and then time reverses <laughs> and then, like the, the world, world the world glitches out and then the tail is like just there and twilight has it in their hand and it's like no bad i'll allow it <laughs> and then vert aura aura auras it to death aura, 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 aura. and he could do that except it's twilight's turn now and then twilight aura 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 it <laughs> to death i'm just kidding with twilight's <laughs> own tail um, twilight wants to use their rapier to cut off its tail you want to use a stabbing weapon to cut off its tail you might not even need to be that specific with your damage here that is true i mean this could very easily kill it but like if i can make it bleed out from cutting off its tail i want to twilight are you okay i'm fine don't worry about it (laughs) i don't see why we have to ask these questions they seem really unnecessary uh that was an 18 yeah you got it twilight rose the hit uh 11 yeah, you, you can cut off the tail and any other pieces you want, my dude. How's this kill gonna look? Have you all ever seen that uh, that film with the, the masked uh, hero? Uh, his name was, like, Zorro. No, no, I'm, I'm not familiar with how, that. How many R's is in that? Uh, like, four? Gross. But he, yeah, but he, he fights with a rapier like Twilight. And so I think Twilight cuts uh the imp up by uh, and the way his signature move is he leaves a z wherever he attack like wherever he is so twilight cuts a t into the imp's body like using the whole i was hoping you'd do like the archives and cut off its head and then go through the nest quickening well it's using the whole body oh, i thought you're gonna like make so it's suchis like, or something so it's like vertically cut in half and then horizontally cut like from arm like the, the their wingspan you're not just going to cut a T? Yeah, that's what I did. I made a T cutting them like that. Is it upper or lowercase? That's an important question. I'm going to say uppercase. So it's like the top of the torso is split like from the top of the arms where the head is. And then, the, and then it's all split in half vertically as well. Okay, and so that all works and the imp falls down dead. Right on top of Cephaline's dead body as well. And the door is wide open. Twilight pokes their head out and goes, Well, that was fun. Oh, Syphilis is dead. Um, can you check to see if he has any coins? I think after I beat my rival in the match, they're supposed to give me money. I think that's the rule. Torn searches through the corpses. (laughs) Uh, They're wearing loincloths? They can still have wallets. Okay, but I feel like this is going to be a pseudo Mayor Bucket situation. Wait, do they have a do they have a gift card for CC's Pizza? Yes, they do. Awesome, I need that. You can you now have five dollars to a CC's Pizza. Holy yes. crap! That means I can eat there for yeah. a year. <laughs> if you never leave, <laughs> they, I mean it's unlimited. Who are they going to stop you with? I love in, I live in CC's Pizza now. <laughs> they feed I'm putting me the, here. I'm putting that in my items, by the way. I, I, I'm sure I'll live to regret that. <laughs> Shall we move on? Sure. <laughs> Never. Okay, so. Can I do something? Yes, of I course. don't believe I used my uh, healing ability yet. I thought he was going to piss on the corner. Or disarm them. Like, take the arms. <laughs> I could do two things. The fight's over. We are over. out of combat. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to use my healing abilities to... Can I heal myself, or am I only allowed to heal others? Oh, you can heal yourself. So Torin just flexes 
and imbues the power in himself. So I can I can heal my total number of hit points equal to my paladin level times five. So my paladin level is four times five. Yeah, you can heal 20 for sure. Yep. So healing all the way up to 29. More than I started with. More than your maximum HP? No, more than what I started this game with. Okay, that's... Okay, this... I got it. I figured it out, what you were saying with words. I profited on hit points <sighs> after that fight. You are net positive. Okay, so yeah, you, uh, I assume you guys are running out the yep. door now. Unless Twilight wants to throw me for another loop. No, Twilight wants to start making their way back to Gerhardt's mom, whose name we're I completely doing it. forgot. Donnelly. Donnelly, thank That's you. That's not really Gerhardt's mom, though. And Gerhardt's like, hey, that's my mom, dude. And Twilight looks at Gerhardt and goes, did you read my mind? Thank you. Thank you, Twilight. Thank you, only real friend here. <laughs> so yeah, you guys make your way up that flight of stairs you originally saw. And you, uh, yeah, you make your way through the door, up the stairs, down the hallway, up that ladder. And you find yourself once again in the, the octagonal room of mirrors. And while you, as you enter the room, Debilica appears in front of you and is like, Oh, oh my goodness, I can't believe you guys made it. Yeah, us either. All right, well, we should probably all get out of here before they realize what happened. Uh, and you guys probably need to hide somewhere. Um, we could probably hide out with Donna Lee, right? Um, and you see Debilica looking towards, like, the mirror, the, the false mirror where that door would be, and she goes, um, i not sure that's the best plan right now. Speak, Devil Woman. Why? Well, because you remember how Donna Lee... Oh, just follow me. And she blasts through that mirror. And Twilight yep. follows. What you see is Donnelly's campsite in the small dark room where it was being kept and hidden. The tent has been completely decimated. It's just twigs and canvas now. The fire is out. No, 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 the fire's still going. I need you guys to be able to see the room. I'm not a monster. Uh, I mean, I'd be the only one unable to see. You can see. Let's leave the fire going. On the other side of that fire, on the far side of the room, Donnelly is crawling backwards with her crossbow nestled inside her hand. She's bleeding heavily, and it looks like she, can, she can't move one leg. As she's scrambling backwards, you look at what she's running from, and it's the glowing pink form of Paralis, who's here to clean up a completed corruption job. Round two. Listeners, for whatever reason, Elijah has gone into hiding and refuses to have a battle of words with me. So it would seem that I am left here to, well, to do what I usually do. Freedom Festival celebrations are underway and we are so pleased. In fact, remember how I mentioned uh, Capitan Lorong? was visiting. He has announced that there will be a parade featuring our peacock drones, warm hug bots, and seems he has gotten a hold of tanks. Actual tanks! How exciting! 
If you are living in the downtown area, you may feel some real world turbulence while you are plugged in. I am told they are very heavy and large enough to shake buildings. Why? Maybe Captain Laurent should come by here. I do love a good shaking. He's approaching her with his talon spear raised, and he does not seem to notice you. Can Torin charge and try to stab him in the back? Twilight, actually, Twilight sees Torn about to do this and puts a hand on Torn's chest to stop them. And Twilight uses their other arm to kind of curdle Gerhardt and hug their face to their chest. And Twilight says, we need to go. Whoa, did not expect this. Um, Twilight still remembers what happened the last time they faced Paralysis, and they barely got out alive, and they're in no position to do anything right now. And so Twilight says, look, we can't. If we do this, Ger- Gerhardt's gonna die. Gerhardt is struggling to get away from you. Twilight goes, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And Twilight, um, knowing that Gerhardt is holding the adamantium, so using her weight, like her strength to carry it, Twilight picks Gerhardt up and rushes back out into the circle room. No, what are you doing? That's my mom. That's my mom. She's gonna die in there. And as you're leaving the room, uh, you hear paralysis. Huh? Um, Twilight casts Prestidigitation to make a loud explosion happen above uh, Paralysis' head. Uh, well, I guess you've already left the room, so you don't see the effect of that. That's fine. Yeah, Gerhardt is going to absolutely struggle against you here. Give me a strength check to see if you can maintain the grapple. Shit. Uh, that was a three. Nope, a two. Okay, well, it turns out I didn't need either of these 19-plus rolls. With her bull's strength, you didn't notice while you were struggling, Gerhardt's wrapped the chain around Twilight's ankle and flips Twilight onto their ass. Okay. And Gerhardt grabs the the chain of her adamantine orb and runs back through the room, holding the chain over her shoulder as though a an improvised flail. Okay. Twilight says, Torrin, help her! And Twilight gives Gerhardt a bardic inspiration uh, before she rushes out of the room. So am I stopping Gerhardt or charging? Twilight said, help her. So whatever you feel is appropriate. Torrin gets a glean in their eyes and charges back for round two. I'm going to bite that son of a bitch's face off. And yet, Torrin, you re-enter the room. The scene is is pretty similar, but it seems Paralysis has paused for a moment to reassess the situation. And he sees Gerhardt and then... He sees you, Torin, enter the room, and he goes, Well, I suppose this isn't entirely unexpected, or even entirely unwanted. I'm here to chop off the rest of your face. He gives you this wide grin. Excellent. That's the spirit. Uh, and everybody, roll your initiative. 19 plus 2, 21. And Bert has a 6. Donnelly's going first, mm. everybody. I just want to point out that Twilight had character growth, and it just got shadowed. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't have rolled that was... three. <laughs> That's what you get for giving a child bull strength. What were you thinking? 
Snippety it's what happens when you have twigs for arms and you gave a small child steroids. So we're going to see if this is even a fight because Donna Lee is going first. Uh-huh. From her position on the floor, raises her crossbow and... Shoots him right in the dick. Shoots him. <laughs> I was going to say shoots him in the like arm or not the dick. But now it's the dick. Uh, let's make this Let's make this cool. Uh, a crossbow bolt's going to fly directly through some of the tentacles on his beard and pin them to the opposite wall for nine damage. Oh, so he's pinned to a wall? No, those tentacles came free. Oh, okay. But he's gonna whoop, snap attention back to Donnelly. She's pinned herself up against the wall now. She can't really... She seems to be, like, barely able to move. Goes to you, Twilight. So I just want to clarify, did she escape before we made it out of the room, or do I need to run back in the room? You gotta run back in. Okay. Twilight runs back into the room. And Twilight's going to figure out what they're doing next, because uh, none of this went the way Twilight hoped it would go. Uh, so that's a thing. Uh, you gave steroids to a child and not yourself. <laughs> we don't know what to Oh, man. How much is the distance between the entrance to where they're at? Uh, let's call it 20 feet. Okay, so enough for me to get there. Yeah, just got to go around the bonfire. Excellent. Twilight is going to run up right next to... Paralysis and Twilight is gonna look him dead in the eye and say, You ruined my character growth, you asshole, and Twilight's gonna cast Thunder Wave. Oh, that's very near to a lot of things. Like an already crippled person and your allies. No, because Twilight, it, it's it's facing, it, it shoots out at an angle. So, like, I'm facing him so that it'll hit him and push him away only. The Thunder yeah. Wave. I'm pretty sure my dude cube. is an AOE. Hold on. Yeah, I'm pretty sure oh, it shoots out snap. an AOE around it's, you. It's a cube. Yeah. Oh, Would I you can't. like to still do that? It's a 15-foot uh, cube. You would hit everyone but Vert. I would hit everyone but who? But Vert, who's, I suppose, in the mirror. Yeah, right I haven't now. moved yet. Mm. Just kind of reading a book. Not interested in anything. No, I'm sitting having some granola. Okay, never mind. Uh, instead of doing that... Uh, Twilight would like to use their silver rapier to cut off a tentacle. Or more. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Alright, it's a little, there's a little bit of an AC buff because the tentacles are harder to hit. Okay. Just letting you know. That's okay. It's silvered, so it gives me a little bit something more. Uh, 24. Yeah, I'd say you got it. Okay. Carry the two, divide by zero. <laughs> now we divide by zero, what are you doing? 14. Uh, eight- Hits? Well, no, that's damage. I already hit, so... Oh, poo. Right. Okay, 14 damage. I got excited. Yeah, 14 damage. You are going to slash off all but one tentacle of Paralysis' beard. And he is gonna... Oh, I am going to really enjoy this. Oh my goodness. Do you know whose turn is next, you guys? Using newly found bull strength. Swinging... (laughs) The the adamantine ball and chain around her head. Gerhardt comes rushing and screaming at Paralis uh, and tries to swing it and bring it down on him. Uh, and he is going to catch it with the flat of his hand and sort of shot put her away. Wait, Gerhardt actually... does have a bardic inspiration. I don't know if you added that to her role or not. Yeah, it's not going to matter when I get a two, my dude. Oh, okay, never mind then. Just These kidding. These dice love twos, and I'm kind of worried about it. <laughs> uh, it's going to grab the orb and push Gerhardt a solid ten feet back. 
and she's gonna stumble over the bonfire and her her pants actually catch fire a little bit uh and it's gonna go to unfortunately now that goes to Paralis, who uh he takes up his spear and he sees the two of you together so the very first thing that's hap- gonna happen is that final tentacle of beard is gonna arch out for you twilight Ooh, and we're gonna hit oh no we're gonna hit I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Uh, was a nat 20. Oh. What did you expect? He's the one who spites your rolls the most. Well, okay, on a nat 20, you're you're kind of immune to his beard for the next 24 hours. What? <laughs> you've, you've... Oh, man. Twilight has been hit with this poison so many times now that they've kind of built up an immunity to it. For the next 24 hours, you're immune to the beard. I'm specifically immune to his poison or just all poison? Uh, his beard. Okay. His paralysis poison. Of which there's only one left. So, recognize- you still take five piercing damage from the beard hitting you, though. That's fine. Um, I'll do that, and then I would also like to cast Hellish Rebuke. Tight. It's fire damage? It looks like it is. I believe that auto hits. Uh, it's a dex saving throw. Okay. Paralysis actually knows- the spell, he's, he's familiar with the casting of Hellish Rebuke, he sees you casting it. You see him smirking as you finish the incantation, and as you throw it on him, the fire illuminates his whole being, and you see his wings get this corona of tiny flames, as well as his head and his shoulders, and he looks majestic and terrifying, and he laughs at you. You would put fire on something born of a hell. Oh, little tiefling, you have so much to learn of your heritage. Um, and Twilight looks at him defiantly and says, Yeah, my parents abandoned me like dicks. The first thing you should know is that we are always ruthless. That talon spear is going to cut into the side of- into the side of their armor for 13 slashing damage. Ah! Goes to Torin. Solonari, Hercules, if you hear me now, let this strike be true. And I just charge at Is him to hit with my halberd. The, the only halberd. Yes. Sorry, I forgot which weapon of his was silvered, so I just wanted to make sure. I have like 50 halberds. They're all for special occasions. He has a Switch Army halberd that changes blades on occasion. He has one halberd that's specifically used for like exotic tea events. He has an ornamental halberd. He keeps it on the end of his chariot because it looks very cool. He has one halberd specifically for cosplay. He only cosplays himself. I was literally about to say that. <laughs> yeah, but it's but it's got an it's got an orange tip, so we know it's safe. So fifteen plus two proficiency, I guess, to hit. Fifteen plus two hits. Seven plus three. Eleven. And then plus the one. Totally yep, works. For eleven damage. Yeah, you you definitely stab him right in the tum tum. You have a smimey remark for him. How does this feel? Bad. That sounded a little dirty. <laughs> oh. Can I bite him in the face while I'm here? On your next turn. It doesn't have to do damage, it's just to remind him of our earlier fight. You can snap at him just <laughs> to assert your dominance. Oh, I almost forgot. Twilight, I need one more constitution saving throw out of you because of the glaive hit. The talon spear's got a thing to it. Uh, okay, that was a uh, 17. Okay, you're good. Uh, it had a chance. And now you're immune to his glaive. <laughs> that wasn't a Twilight is slowly becoming the god of this world. Uh, Vert, it goes to you. All right, Vert trots in to like just inside of the mirror area. Can I just say uh, thank you for using the word trot? Please continue. 
Uh, Bert thoughts in. <laughs> Bert sees Paralis, the two party members, like right on top of Paralis. Gerhardt off to the side, and then um, Gerhardt's mom. Off to the like, side, slightly on fire. Okay, so that's that's what Bert sees. Uh, doot, doot, doot. Bert is going to use prestidigitation to put out Gerhardt. Yep, totally works. Uh, it oh, that's kind of that's kind of cool. Thanks, man. Good job. Mm. The flame extinguishes on her pants, and she looks at you with this genuine. The look in her eyes, you can tell, is from a real place. And she says to you, "Thank you. That really, really hurt." Bert kind of closes his eyes, then just looks back over at the party. Hey, are you okay? Like, I know, like, it seems like every time we bring this up, you're a little, like, just reading your face a little bit. It's just weird. You know, the whole Amelia thing, it's just been messing with me a little, so. Oh, um, oh, the, the Amelia thing. Yeah, just, yeah, that's all Vert's uh, gonna, gonna do there. Okay, dude. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, goes to, goes to Donnelly, and once again, raises her crossbow. You pushed my daughter into a fire, you prick! Shoot him in the dick! The string on her crossbow is gonna finally give out and snap, and she's gonna just jab at the, at the crossbow in frustration, slam it against the ground. Go, Twilight! Plog is in front of me with one tentacle and, like, a bunch of wounds all up in him, right? Uh, No, not Plog at all. Not Plog, sorry, Prowess. Why must you hurt me in this way? Why do you have so many devils with a a P name? (laughs) That was a genuine mistake. Yeah, yeah, he's right in front of you. Twilight wants to cut off that last tentacle. Oh, wow. And turn it into sashimi. What do you got? That was another nat 20, oh my god! Oh my god, yeah, you <laughs> Give me that nat, give me that beautiful Well, with nat. that nat 20, you just oh chop it off god. and eat it like uh, sushi. So hold up, the last time was to defend. Don't I get something for a nat 20 on attack rolls? Yeah. Isn't that a thing? Uh, roll your uh, damage dice twice. Add it together. Okay, cool. That was a 13. Not only does Twilight cut off the last tentacle... But gets Paralysis acro- a little bit across the throat on the th- on the follow through, and Paralysis takes his free hand and is grasping it. It's like, <sighs> and is is actually posting up on his on his talon spear now, uh, eyeing all of you with anger and conviction, and goes to Gearheart. Oh wait, Twilight would like to finish their move by what getting got, the Twilight? hell out of dodge. Twilight just wants to get away from. Paralysis now. Okay. Um, yeah. It's going to be an attack of opportunity, getting out of melee range. Oh, Even right. Even still Never mind. having stabbed him in the stomach? Oh, yeah. yeah. No, in front of him? Yeah. He still gets it. Yeah. Never mind. Uh, Twilight's going to stay put, though. Just kidding. Cool. Gerhardt's going to rush back in with the adamantite held high over her head, spinning in a... Aim for the ankles, tiny child. <laughs> spinning in a beautiful arc. And you hear just a little girl scream, ah! and absolutely rush this devil. Taking your advice, Torin, uh, she sweeps the leg, and Paralysis is going to go down, smash his head against the back of the wall. Torin, when he fell against the wall, you hear the crack of his neck bones, and in a fit of irony, 
he's laying there paralyzed. So is so you're saying he's prone? Uh, he he is ready for a coup de grace. If that is what you want to take out of this, Gerhardt's attack has left him completely helpless, and he's still you. Mortals, I can't believe this. I was just trying to do my job following Hold orders. on, can you talk more like you have a cut in your throat? I was trying to do my job following orders. And now all of you come in here and ruin everything. Torn just goes up and looks him in the eyes and goes, My job is to kill devils like you. And I'm just going to let you know, after I chop off your head, I'm taking your heart. It'll go great with my collection. Oh, I was gonna ask why, but, like, I guess it makes sense you're just collecting them. I mean, it still raises further questions, but okay. I mean, we got a magic man. Vert will figure something out. Oh my god, just kill him already! (laughs) (laughs) Alright, alright, alright. You think this is a hell? I have to team up with that every day. Okay, just kill me. Oh my god. (laughs) And just sweeps for the... Decapitation. You got it. You 100% got it. And then just proceed to take out the sword and just, you know, get to the heart. Maybe take an eye. Yeah, and it's and it, and it's gross, for sure. We're just start taking body parts again. Uh, Twilight would like to take his glaive. You got the glaive. Hell yeah. Any other armor equipment? Yes, the this glaive is called the Talon Spear. It is a, uh, a versatile weapon. It is a uh, 1d10 plus strength mod weapon that does slashing damage. On damage, you uh, the target rolls a DC 12 constitution saving throw or becomes wounded. So Twilight's wearing a Japanese kimono while wielding a Chinese glaive. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. A wounded target takes 1d10 damage at the start of each turn. Each successful attack may cause an additional wound. Uh, and the wound lasts until healed with magic or a DC-12 medicine check. It's light enough that you could use it one-handed, but if you if okay. you swing it one-handed, it only does 1d8 plus strength. And then, I so you get the, the Talon Spear, and then Torin gets the Devil Heart, and I guess... And I. Vert, is there something you want off of this dead body? Well, hey, I asked if there was any other equipment to plunder. Yeah. I'm uh, going through the corpse, did. might as well look. Yeah. Uh, he's got tentacles, and he's got... Pretty sure his armor is the same as your armor already, Torin. Yes, it is. It is, uh, you've got, uh, chainmail, right? No, you've got plate yes. mail. His armor's worse than yours. I got chainmail. So wait, he's got wings. Vert, what, what, can, what can we do with wings? You have magic? Uh, wait, wait, we can flap them. Um, that's kind of... <laughs> <laughs> Now now hear me out, tiny comrade. If we sew them to your back, will they work? Um, I don't think so. I think that depends on what you mean. Will it make him fly? Are you willing to let me try on Twilight? Yeah. Well, I'm not willing to let you try. Leave me alone. Twilight makes their way to Donnelly and Gerhardt. You see that (laughs) Gerhardt and Donnelly are are hugging each other in a in a deep crying embrace. Is it because we're just destroying and desecrating a corpse? We're the heroes, damn it. Yeah, Vert, uh, uh, unfortunately, there's not too much left on this dead body except all the cut-off tentacles. I mean, you could probably harvest some poison from them. Yeah, I guess. Just sort of 
some tentacle poison or something. Cool. Uh, I'm going to give you five. They do one d eight piercing damage. They give you like little slappy tentacles you can use. If you okay. slap someone with them, they do one d eight piercing damage. They ha- and whoever's hit has construct to do a flail out of them. Sort of. Whoever gets hit has to do a DC 12 constitution saving throw or become paralyzed. Actually, yeah. I think I will take uh, some... There's like multiple tentacles. If you tie them together, you can just make a whip out of it. I was about to say, can we make it into like a makeshift whip? Because that'd be amazing. I, I I could homebrew something. Yeah. Yeah, like a small cat of nine tail or something. Oh, man. Now you're the dungeon daddy. (laughs) Um, Okay, yeah, that's fine. You tie them all together at the base, and now when you attack with it, we could say it's a dexterity weapon, and it'll do 1d8 plus dexterity to hit. Okay. Hell yeah. Or for damage. 1d8 plus dex, and then uh, it will be... uh, I guess it, it's, it would count as an improvised weapon, so you won't get to add your proficiency to the attack, but you do right. get to do the, the dexterity bonus to your attack. And how much XP do we get for the paralysis? Have I ever done XP? I know, I just wanted to annoy you. Is everyone settled? Because Twilight's about to have this big moment. What do you do? Now that you know what Gearheart really looks like, and you remember that uh, the whole reason Ingdok's deal went so well is because the honest truth of it is that this woman's daughter never existed somehow and yet here you see a mother and daughter embracing uh twilight walks up to the sobbing mother and daughter and twilight says uh donnelly yeah gerhart she looks at you with a warning stare Twilight takes a deep breath and says, My name hasn't always been Twilight. When tieflings are born, we're granted names. And those names are supposed to define the very essence of who we are. The name I was given when I was born meant outsider. Because of these tiny horns I have, I was named Albansite. Tieflings aren't accepted by non-tiefling communities, but I also wasn't accepted by my fellow tieflings. My parents didn't want me, and they're the ones that had me. And Twilight puts a hand on Gerhardt's head and a hand on uh, Donnelly's shoulder. Donnelly, why do you love Gerhardt? You're asking me why I love my own daughter? And she takes Gerhardt's hand and pulls her into a deep, deep hug. And she looks up at you, Twilight, and... If you're trying to tell me that my daughter is something other than a little elven girl, then I want you to know I kind of already knew. And even Gerhardt looks up at this. Like, what? I mean, I was I was doing so well. And she laughs a little bit. It's a, a forced laugh, a tearful laugh, but she laughs and she says, You think I didn't notice 
that you stopped growing as soon as there were no other children your age to compare yourself to? You think I never realized that sometimes your lips don't match your words, or, or sometimes your voice sounds like it's coming directly into my head? Gerhardt, littlest, I always knew you weren't an elf, but I never doubted your love for me. I don't care what shape your face is, I know what shape your heart is. A mask over a heart is the easiest guys to see through. So all the weirdness, all the oddities, all the times others didn't understand, that never mattered to me. And it will never matter to us. Twilight smiles at this, fondly remembering the family they chose and the family they lost and were searching for before they ended up in this devil prison. And feeling resolved, Twilight pulls out the map and shows it to Gerhard and Donna Lee and points and says, Listen, if you follow this path safely, it will take you to a village. Uh, the village is the town of Ionstonian. There you'll find a priest named, a cleric named Justin. Go with him. He can heal your wounds. And go with him here. And uh, Twilight points them towards Balderdash. There you'll find safety. And there you'll be protected. There will be goblins there. But they're friends of ours too. You... Just because we're in this hell doesn't mean it has to be hell. Donnelly gives you a nod. And thanks you. And let's leave it there, guys. And then Twilight goes and pisses on the corpse! God oh! damn it! <laughs> we win! Oh, you... Come on. Oh, that's the end. That's it, we're gonna completely undercut that entire emotional experience with that. Enjoy it! Oh. And then it just ends like Street Fighter the movie, with everybody thumbs upping and posing. Uh, Twilight's gonna toss a fist up in the air, and suddenly you're gonna hear, Don't you forget to remember me. No, that, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, uh, Mitch, could we talk one-on-one? -on -one? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, guys, can I have the room? Uh, yeah. Hey, Kev, let's go. I'll show you what I've been working on. All right, cool. Also, I got the station system working in the mess hall. You, uh, want to play some, uh... Death Fight 11? Mm -hmm. Yes. Dibs on Iceman. Iceman all the way. Let's go. All right. Good game, guys. It's hard to believe he's our age sometimes. I swear he's like a kid. I want to do more. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, what? I'm stuck out here with my dogs, surrounded by beasts and the blowing blood ocean. I'm useless out here. I mean, all right, look, I don't know what you expect me to tell you. I'm the only one with combat experience. I've got these stalking monsters ready for action. Just say the word and I'm there. Uh, cool. How are you going to get here? That's not important. Believe me when I say that's everything. Our mission? It's uh, talking. I... <sighs> Look. We all have a part to play. Yours is coming, I promise. Just, you need to be more patient. <sighs> Fine. I'll talk to you later. <sighs> what am I doing?
It's happening, it's happening. Dear listeners, we are pleased to announce that the Freedom Festival has started. Just listen to the whistle of those missiles. Just made that up. Perhaps I should start my rap career right here. But, but, no, but, I digress. On this, the day that our ancestors founded this country. On this, the day that centuries later was declared National Toothpay Awareness Day. On this, the day of our Freedom Festival. I declare that we are free from the horrors of petty government oversight and control. Why, just listen. If you focus, you can hear the wails and cries of horrid mutants outside the city limits as they are violently destroyed by our celebratory missiles. Ah, stay tuned as I attempt to convince Elijah, who is still missing, to take a stroll outside the city walls. Thank you, and keep living your truth. If you don't mind, I would like you to tell me how the progress is going. Very well. I've managed to make 12. Good. Now then, if you don't mind, I want you to complete your work here and return to your room and take a nap. You will not remember any of this until I speak to you again. Of course, sir. I will complete my work here. J. Mark again. Thank you all so much for listening to that episode. I know that a lot happened and it was extremely emotional and uh, we have a lot of exciting updates for you. Things I can't talk about in heavy detail as of yet, but we have some really neat collabs coming up, including uh, potentially being featured in a deck building card game uh, that a friend of the show and colleague of ours is developing, so we're very excited for that. Uh, We don't have any more live shows currently on the docket for the rest of the year, but uh, we do have merch available. So if you are interested in purchasing any of the merch that we've been selling at live shows, uh, those are now going to be available online. You can find the link if you go to www.tfucast.com. Uh, now keep in mind, we did have our pins and Tiny Buddy stickers custom made. Uh, they weren't made through Redbubble. So if you want to buy that, then you can actually just shoot us an email at tfucast at gmail.com and let us know what you want and we'll let you know the price and the uh, we'll let you know the price and we'll let you know the uh, shipping costs and all that good stuff and uh, yeah 
We actually have a new show that we're producing right now. Twilight has started live streaming on twitch.tv slash tfucast. But they are exclusively streaming horror games in a show we're calling Twilight's Terrors. Right now, Twilight is playing through Until Dawn for the first time, and uh, they're not happy. They were told it was going to be like that show Degrassi, but apparently not. Okay, that's it from me. Uh, You can tune in to our next episode two weeks from today, so you'll be looking at August 2nd. It's going to be a moment's respite, so we're going to be leveling up. After that's a half episode, and then we start the new arc. So definitely keep on tweeting, Instagramming, Facebooking with the hashtag UnpluggedRising, and you could be named an NPC in our show. Thank you, we love you, and uh, you all have a wonderful day, and remember... The Overseers are always watching.